Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for your word. Because your word is true. Your word is going to bless us like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like us to look at a particular um, topic, the wonder of remembrance. Please take your seat. Wonder is something that is very, very important to God. You know, one of the definitions of wonder is, is a fact that God dazzles men with special works. It's a dazzling. <laughs> God has a way of dazzling men with special works. So a wonder is God in action to override natural laws for the amazement of men. So you see Jesus walking on water. You see Jesus raising the dead. Are you here with me? You see Jesus. So all these things are things that hitherto his coming were not present. People were not seeing happening. Then when he came into the scene, these things were happening. But he was making them to happen by suspending natural laws. So we know that when someone is dead for at least um, 24 hours, the person is gone, is gone. Then Lazarus dies for four days. Jesus shows up and brings him to life. It just dazzles everybody. Are you here? It is a dazzling because when he got to the tomb and he said that he's not dead, he's sleeping, the people were laughing. It's, it's like you don't know what you're talking about. Natural. I mean, somebody is dead for for 96 hours, what are you even talking about? You know, we had to do. You know, so that kind of a thing then, but Jesus, anytime he, anytime he comes into a situation, he changes the rules. He changes the laws. So he suspended natural laws. He overrode, or he overrode natural laws and made some special works to happen. He walked on the water against the law of flotation. He was walking. And they, they, initially when they saw him, they thought he was a ghost. <laughs> and he said, I'm not a ghost. I am Jesus. I want to show you that wonders still do happen. I'm praying that between this November and December, you'll see some wonders in your life. But the wonder we want to talk about this morning is the wonder of remembrance. For instance, you see Lazarus was remembered by his friend Jesus when he was told that the guy was sick. Jesus didn't show up. Then after four days, Jesus showed up and remembered him. So the question I want to ask is that, does God remember or does God forget? See, if you see the nomenclature of God, you realize that God has a mind. But when we are talking about God remembering, it's not the way you and I perceive it to be. So I want us to see through the scriptures and see what the Bible really says. In Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 21 to 22, question you want to ask, does God remember? Does he even need to remember? 
In Jeremiah 44, 21, the Bible says that the incense that ye burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, ye and your fathers, your kings, and your princes, and the people of the land, did not the Lord remember them? And came it not into his mind. So here we see clearly that, verse 22, so that the Lord could no longer bear because of the evil of your doings and because of the abominations which ye have committed. Therefore is your land a desolation and an astonishment and a curse without inhabitant as at this day. So here we see that in the days of Jeremiah, Jeremiah was reminding the people that God was not very happy with them. And one of the reasons why God was not happy with them was in that verse 21, that they used to go to the high places and the sacrifices and the worship they were supposed to offer unto God. They were offering it to strange idols. And they filled the city and the streets everywhere with it. Their fathers, their kings, the people of Judah and all of that. And the Bible says that, did not the Lord remember them? And they did not come into his mind. Can I see um, a more modern translation like ESV or something? It says that, don't you think God noticed? So here we see a simple meaning of that word remembrance being God noticing something. I'll go into the whole meaning about remembrance with you. But, and he says that he noticed all right. So we can see in scripture that God can remember things that are done. Are you here? Are we going now? It does not mean he forgot. <laughs> or it does not mean that he lost his memory. Because God will not lose his memory. If you and I don't easily lose our memory, then you don't think God will lose his memory. And that can become, it's, it's a school of thought that since God doesn't lose his memory, there's no need for remembrance. But as we come through the Bible, you will see that even Jesus said, put me in remembrance. All right? And when he was saying so, he was not alluding to the fact that he doesn't remember. Are you here? So he said that, does this not come to the mind of God? We'll see some more scriptures. In Genesis chapter 19, verse 29, Genesis 19:29, it says that, and it came to pass, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, that God remembered Abraham. God what? Please talk to me. God what? Remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow. When he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. So here we see that God sent for angels to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And then when that destruction was going on, the Bible says that God remembered Abraham. God remembered Abraham. Because remember that prior to this thing, Abraham was making negotiations or intercessions with the Lord. And he said that if you find 50, you find 20, you find 10, will you destroy? And God said, if I even find five, I will not destroy and so, when God was about to cause the whole place to go down, he just remembered his negotiations with Abraham. And remembered the covenant he has with Abraham. And then decided that he was going to save Lot. So, here we don't see that God had a memory problem. We are seeing something. 
It's not a memory problem. When we're talking about God remembering people, we're not talking about a memory problem that human beings have. And mostly things that human beings, we cannot conceptualize, we try to, we tend to criticize it. We tend to put it aside. But there's always a God way of seeing things. The way God wants us to see it. So if God, the Bible, which was inspired by by the Holy Spirit through holy men, is saying that God remembered Abraham, then it means that it's possible for God to remember you. And God remembering you does not mean that you didn't exist before, or God lost you on his radar, or God forgot about you, or blah, blah, blah. But there is a meaning to this remembrance that we are talking about. And when we go into it, I'm sure it will even be more beautiful than we are looking at now. So as God remembered Abraham, he saved Lot. May it be your story in Jesus' name. So the wonder of remembrance is is the fact that God can come to a place or the believer can come to a place where God shines his light on the believer, notices you with favor, remembers you to deliver you, go into it. When Abraham was remembered, Lot was delivered. It's too powerful. I'm enjoying it. And I'm praying that God will remember my family. In Genesis chapter 8 verse 1. We are going into this thing. (laughs) And God remembered Noah. And every living thing. And all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth. And the waters assuaged. So here we saw that there was flood to destroy the whole world. And really people were destroyed. Animals were destroyed. Vegetation destroyed. Then God remembered Noah. And God remembered not just Noah, but the living things. And all the cattle that was with him in the ark. So here too, we see that God remembering Noah is not pointing to the fact that God lost memory of Noah. It's a a more powerful meaning to that memory loss that people try to use it for an argument. And you see, spirituality is important because we need to follow the pattern of God. God remembered Noah, remembered all living things. Your business is a living thing. They call it your livelihood. That's That's why people are doing demonstration because they have tied their life to their livelihood. Once it dies, they feel like they are going down. So, God remembered the cattle. That's somebody's business. Like that. So, there's a way that God will remember and activate some power to make good things happen to his people. Has nothing to do with the fact that God doesn't know you exist or that he has forgotten about you or blah, 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 and all of that. There is a place for remembrance. Tell somebody there's a place for remembrance. In fact, if you look into the Bible, you find out that God keeps records. There's a book of life for records. <laughs> God. And in the temple, they kept records. They always kept records of offerings, kept records of, of gold, silver, treasure. Records were kept. So, God is very particular about these things. Now, when God remembered Noah in chapter 9, verse 15 and 16, you see the pattern developing. All that I've told you about is the fact that God remembered. Remembered. 
and I will remember. Now he has come to a point where he has moved, he have moved you from when God remembered to a place where he is currently remembering. In chapter 9, verse 15, the Bible said, And I will remember my covenant. I will remember. So it is the will of God to remember his people. To remember his covenant. I will remember. It's like he's remembered before. And then came to the rescue of Lot. But now he's telling you that in 2022 November, I will remember. In December, I will remember. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's too powerful. Is it powerful already? I will remember my covenant. Can't wait to get there. I will remember my, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. So here God is just telling them when he put the boat there in verse 16, he put a rainbow there and he says that anytime I see this token, and the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will, I will what? look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. So anytime God sees the rainbow, he remembers that he doesn't have to destroy the earth again with water. Are you here? And he says, I will remember. So you see, God positioning himself in a particular condition that when he even wants to move, he moves based on what he has instituted to trigger him to move. Because the Bible says that God is driven by his word. He watches over his word to perform. So he has said he will remember. So the, the, the life of the believer is fulfilled in phases. Your education, when you are born, you go through school, you go through marriage, and all of that. There are prophecies hanging over your head. And God comes to those spaces, seasons, and phases of your life where those things come alive to him. Or he makes them alive for execution. And he says that whenever you find yourself in such a, a situation like Noah and the rest found them, so he said that when I see the bull, when I see the rainbow, I will remember my everlasting covenant that exists between I, God, and all human beings and all creatures. And I will not destroy. So you see that, that I will remember that futuristic um, phenomenon of the wonder of remembrance makes God to position himself in a way to either do or not do some things. Are you here? That's why it's a wonder. You see, I, if I see the bow, I, I will refrain myself. Maybe I can destroy with fire, but not with water. Because you have seen that some people come from Kumasi, so they can't swim. <laughs> and if he brings water right now, there will be problems here in the pool. If you didn't get the Atlantic Ocean, the swimming pool can help you. Boy, <laughs> I will remember. Now, more importantly, is Psalm 8 verse 4. Psalm 8 verse 4. Paul, I don't know if I'm helping you. Psalm 8 verse 4. Let's read together. One go. What is man? Oh, let's read together. One go. What is man? No, let's do from verse 3. The, the psalmist is a poet. All right. Let's read together. One go. When I consider thy heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained for what is man? 
that thou art mindful of. And the son of man that thou visitest him. What is man that thou art mindful of him? The son of man that thou visitest him. So here we see that God is not only saying, I will remember you. Or God does not only remember his people as in the past. But he's also mindful. He's what? He's mindful of his children. What is man that thou art mindful of? That thou considerest. That thou thou are happy to visit on a daily basis. It's like God has an appointment with man. So he visits man. And you know, some people also have a problem with the word visitation. Because the Holy Spirit is living inside us. So there's always a problem somewhere. (laughs) It's always a problem somewhere. Okay, since he is here. Does he need to visit because he's already here? When you are in the house, do you visit? I want to ask you. Do we agree that a person can be in a house and the whole house can be very dirty? I'm praying that God will not open my eyes this morning. To see some people's room before. Some people, when you enter the house, you'll be wondering, is there a human being living here? (laughs) Is there like he's not there? So yes, we know the Holy Spirit is living in us. But we know that the Holy Spirit who is inside the believer is not always actively doing certain things in the life of the believer because there are also conditionalities to entertain the Spirit. So when you are not creating that enabling environment for the Spirit to work, He may choose not to work. And that may look like it's as if it's not there because at some point in time, it is the functionality of a person that determines his presence. So some people can be in a place, but they are there like they are not there because they are not functioning. So all these semantics that sometimes confuse believers. Whether God has, he loses memory, oh, he remembers, oh, whether he visits, oh, whether he is dwelling, oh, look. The thing is that God is a spirit. God is not a man. You can't be measuring God with man's standard. When well, I'm saying that God remember, I'm telling you, yesterday I was in the hospital. Somebody is dying, heart and lungs going. The specialists, they don't know what to do. When I was there praying, I said, God, remember this family. You know, when you get to the crust of the matter, your English will disappear. You will not have language again. That's why tongues is even an introduction to talking to God so that your mind, you see, you can't deal with God in a very high level when your mind is fruitful. So when you pray in tongues, you are not speaking to any man. You are speaking to God at that level. You don't even determine a lot of the things that your spirit is communicating. Because at that level, you are making groanings that words cannot explain. 
And it is the Holy Spirit that would take that material and say, okay, even though you are thinking that I'm praying for a car, I think that what is more important on the agenda is that there is a relative dying in California that you are not aware of. Let me use this prayer as a conduit to dispense power to heal that one, then your car will come later. Are you here at all? If you want your mind to always work, you can't serve God. That's why people are atheists. God will remember you this November. When you are a parent and your child starts going mad and they don't have diagnosis or treatment for that child, are you going to speak grammar? You don't speak grammar to a mad mind. The mind is off. Yeah, one day I was there. There's a brother here. The, the mother carried the, the sister to me. The girl was in a very good school in Holy Child. She, she, she was there. She was saying that, <laughs> Kai, say, hey, Obama, George Bush, it just be rapping. Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> the mother out of frustration. She was not a member of our church. When I was in Cape, carried the girl to me. Somebody said, send the child to um, Pastor Francis in victory. She had gone to everywhere. It was not working. The girl will be fine. Once she gets to school, the madness will start. And then when she brought, I just saw this girl saying, Condoleezza Rice, Obama. <laughs> just rapping, nice, intelligent girl. I looked at the girl. I didn't see the girl. I saw a devil inside the head. I said, you have to check up. Pale like that. She fell. When she woke up, she asked the mother, where am I? Say you are in the chair. I said, good. That's how the madness left. You can't speak grammar. You know, you can only speak grammar when you are not in a major thing. And when you are in a major thing, it's not grammar. No, 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 no. It's no more grammar. So, I'm just telling you that by faith, we navigate from natural level to higher levels. And in those higher levels, it's because you, you just say, God, remember this church. You are a pastor, you are, you are not doing weddings. It's a problem. A pastor, you are not doing naming ceremonies. It's a problem. And the demography of this church is a young church. There are people here who will be angry with me. Because they are believing God for a wedding and a wedding is not happening. Am I preaching here? If God doesn't remember me and remember the church, by the time you know, oh, the Lord, they are going to look for, it's like the pastor is not even anointed. But it's not the pastor who is not anointed. May God remember Francis. And may God remember, I'm feeling I'm preaching this morning here now. Yeah, some have not worked for a long time. And I should start and say, God, you can do it anywhere but remember us here. I see sisters the way they are even holding their notebook this morning. So they want to hold something. Yeah, they want to hold flesh. Even say good meat is good. <laughs> they are holding the book, expressing all their emotions on the book. Look, look at the way some people are holding pen. May God remember you. I said the Lord will remember you. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> It's too powerful. Somebody say, remember me, Lord. 
So we see that this thing is deeper than your small argument too. Yeah. God is mindful. Mindful. That is, we are on his mind. He said there are better things for God to think about, but I am, I am even surprised that he didn't say who is man, what. It's like commodity be. What is man? What is lender? That God is mine. You see, at that level, you see that there are people prettier than you, but God just decides to do something for you beyond the beauty that has become like the standard for measurement. Is God talking here? You see that some people, they have gone to school. Then they will be employed by an illiterate. That's a level. That's a level change I'm praying that will happen here. That if your amen is louder, I think God is remembering you. It's the wonder of remembrance. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. The wonder of remembrance. You, you, Elizabeth is there or Sarah is there. She's 90 years and the Bible said and God remembered Sarah. Now, if you read the Bible carefully, you will find out that year upon year, God was visiting Abraham's family. So you can't even make an argument for memory loss. Because he was always visiting them, telling them, go here, do this, do that, do that. So that's someone that is already active in relationship with her. How do you forget that person? But when the Bible said, but God remembered Sarah. The meaning is beyond the memory loss you think about. It's too powerful. In this 2022, eh, it, will, it can never be over. God must remember somebody here. Can never be over. There's a sister I prayed for about three weeks ago. She was sitting somewhere here when I was saying that um, the Lord revealed to me how her whole bone structure was collapsing and blah, blah, blah. I don't know in that she was built for a surgery. After that prayer, remember the whole church prayed for her? After that prayer, the specialist has suspended the surgery indefinitely. Because he said the dynamics have changed and he doesn't understand. That's God remembering that person. The Lord will remember you also. It's so powerful. So we can't be talking grammar. When you don't have power, you talk grammar. When you don't know how to flow in faith, you talk grammar. Then you have become dogmatic, argumentative. You don't need to get there. Faith, dear. Once faith is in a matter, the Bible says that all things are possible, including the one you don't understand. Too powerful. Me, I want God to remember me. You know, because you see, I have seen by the grace of God, I've seen some small coins before. You know, I used to tell God, if you give me ten thousand dollars, the first one you give me, I'll give you. You give me, I'll give. Five thousand, I'll give. Fifty thousand, I'll give. Hundred thousand, I'll give. Like that. Like that. So, you see, after a while, you realize that you have seen hundred thousand before. Two hundred thousand before. Four hundred thousand before. Five hundred thousand before. I said, wait see. So, when I'm praying, God, remember me financially. It's like, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired at this level. You know, remember me with the remembrance you have for people in a better level. It's like, I can't. 
Charlie, men are in sizes, so. Yeah, men are in sizes. Some people, they wake up from a chicken coop. Yes, others wake up from palace. But we are all human beings. Brother, God will remember you and your level will change. Most of the people who are filled with hatred, eh? a simple remembrance from God will change the dynamics for them. <laughs> you see the demonstration that people are having? Is their right? But most of the people whom God has remembered, they will not be on the street. Yeah. yeah. You know, if a rich, a rich person speaking is on the street, it's not to make things better for them. They may be advocating for other people. And normally the rich don't go on the street. It's the poor. One of the people that God remembers is, is, is the congregation of the poor. God said that I will never forget them. It's not in your mouth. <laughs> it's God. I will, the, because the poor, they will always be here with us. And if God doesn't remember the poor, that's why when you give to the poor, it's God who pays you. So he has created an insurance for the poor. To remember the poor with daily bread. Are you here? It's not grammar again. Maybe you, you are rich. But the poor, they, they need remembrance. Because they can easily be forgotten by systems. The widow, the orphan, the stranger. You know, when we're doing safety net for during the COVID and all of that, we were not considering irregular migrant in this country. Yeah. We were giving blah, 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 blah. You say, in most countries, they say, where's your paper? Bring your paper and come and collect welfare. So for all the people who were stranded, who was taking care of them? Hey. So God has decided that he has created his own safety net for people whom men and systems will forget. And he finds a way. So Elijah is, is by the brook chariot and God knows that he has to be catered for and he sent a bed to carry food to Elijah. That's remembrance right there. Elijah is running away from Jezebel. He just gets into a cave. And God remembers that he has a man inside that cave who needs food. He sleeps, wakes up, cake is on ground. Water is on ground. He said, brother, eat and continue your journey because the journey is far. When the journey is far for you, you need remembrance. <laughs> you need remembrance. Hey, Hagar was traveling with Ishmael. When they were going, Abraham gave them a water bottle. Then the water bottle, the water inside finished. Then the child was thirsty. The mother didn't know. Look, when you and I, when we have something to eat, we don't understand. That we can't empathize with people. You have not been in a space. Hey, me, I've been to a poultry farm before. Where the farmer didn't have food, money to buy feed for the, for the chicken. And the farmer could not look at the chicken. His heart was so broken that he had gone to sit so far away and every hour some chicken was dying. Now imagine a mother who wakes up and doesn't know 
where to get resources to cater for three, four children. And most poor people give birth to plenty children. It's also a mystery. <laughs> and they don't have resources. It's like when you are poor, you are hyper fruitful in childbirth. <laughs> oh God, lend us some of the fruitfulness. Because some people do have so much money, they don't even have children to cater for. It's a mystery. That's why God must remember us. You just imagine you waking up and during this COVID, in, during the COVID, every savings the church had, look, we fed people, fed people, members and non-members, and we blew all our savings. Yeah. In a matter of like weeks, we had blown all our savings. Because people, and when they are coming here, they don't know faith. Muslims will come. Unbelievers will come. Believers will come. So I even have to draw a line that, look, keep these things for the church members. They will be coming. They were coming. Hunger does not know say <laughs> You know, but when you are, when, when there's food in your mouth, you can't talk. Sometimes you can't even think. But people who are hungry, man, when you wake up and you don't know where to get food, Look, during the COVID, my children were eating like... I, 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 I had not seen people eat like that before. So when they are eating and everything is there for them to eat, I say, hey. So what will families, you know, who don't have? Is the child will be crying. Come to bed dinner. And he will break the threshold and then he will cry and stop crying. It's like he doesn't want food again. It will break your heart. You see people walking around in the community, they want to do any menial job to just get something to go and feed a child. When Hagar was in that kind of situation, he put Ishmael somewhere. She couldn't look at Ishmael. And he went, she went to sit somewhere. He said, I can't behold this child die of thirst. The Bible says that as the baby cried, God remembered. God remembered Ishmael. And showed Hagar that, ah, Hagar, you are sitting, look at the water by your side. That Hagar was sitting right by the water. She couldn't see it. I'm telling you, in this country, as we are crying, Lebanese are prospering. Chinese are prospering. Indians are prospering. It takes God to remember you to, to, for your eyes to be open to the opportunities that are around you. They will be here. You will never see until God remembers you and opens your eyes to the opportunities that are right behind, beside you. So remembrance there, we are not talking about memory loss. God doesn't have any amnesia or issues with sleep or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Praise the Lord. Are you here at all? Am I preaching? Oh, I'm playing table tennis. Say, God, remember me. And say it with meaning. Say, Father, remember me today. I'm praying that God will remember you. If you are here, you are believing God for a job. He will remember you. That your business will break through to another level. You shall be remembered. Don't you? They do appraisal in your workplace. And you are scored high for three, four, five years. But any time is promotion, they promote people, you scored better than that. Don't you think you need remembrance? You are there now. God has put your thought. 
I have a friend who was working with the UN for, he's worked with the UN for so many years. And he called me and he said that, I came into his mind that he has a research project like that. And he wants me to be part of his research team. I said, eh, how much is the money? <laughs> he mentioned him, I said, it's good money. Brother, let's do this. I didn't go back. He was there. He said he just remembered that the thing he's struggling to do, no, I can easily do. So I said, he's just, God, he's just God remembering me. God will remember you. That amen and should come out by faith. God will remember you. God will remember you. If God doesn't remember, I'll show you the implications of being forgotten by God. One of these days. Number one is an error. That people or systems forget you. When Mordecai was forgotten, his works were forgotten. You see, they came so close to dying. Not only him, the whole Jews were almost dying because the king had not remembered. When on the day God decided to make the king remember, he said, what has been done for this man? They said, nothing. He said, hey, hey, you have skills, but nobody remembers you. Nobody remembers you. One day, <laughs> the, the king had a demon troubling him. He couldn't sleep and all of that. And they said they needed somebody who could play skillfully with an anointing. Then somebody came up and said, Ah, I remember one boy. His name is called David. You see, he was not part of the people who were classy. They didn't come from a family that was notable. But somebody, I'm sure somebody went to the bush. And saw him playing some guitar there, taking care of his sheep. He said, wow, awkward to me, boy. And no, no, no. They called him to the palace. Pharaoh had a dream. All the important people could not interpret it. Then, Bible said for two years, the man that Joseph helped had forgotten about Joseph. But when Pharaoh had a dream, somewhere, somehow... God made the man to, he said that my sins are before me. This, you see, look, don't joke with this thing. That, can you imagine a man who was sent to prison and by divine providence he was released. He went into the service and he forgot that he had been in prison before. Who, who gets to that state? Even if you are mad. And he went to prison. You remember that you have been in prison before. On that day, he said that, Pharaoh, my sins are right before me. He says that, I remember that I made a mistake and you sent me to prison. That means all that time, he had forgotten that he had been in prison. So on that day, when his, his memory by divine activation was pricked, he remembered himself in the prison. He said, Sir, do you remember you sent me to prison? He said, yes. He said, in that prison, I saw a guy. I saw a guy. That's how Joseph was remembered. He said, he is the one who interpreted my dreams and I was restored. So I believe that this one, that the witches are struggling here. This guy, he can do it. He said, quickly bring him. That's how Joseph came out. But when the guy was leaving the prison, Joseph was saying that when you go, don't forget 
baby. They forgot him easily. Look, you can't, you can't bang on men. No. That's why you need God to what? Remember you. Sometimes you know people, pa, they will be sending you everywhere. You'll be doing a lot for them. But they don't remember that you too, you need a house. <laughs> you need a car. You too, you need a good life. They will be sending. I remember, I used to handle money for one big man. He would tell me, give this one this. Give this one. Me and my friend. And we even be testing. We don't have money to buy water. And this is dollars. This is, look, don't joke. Remembrance is from God. If God doesn't remember you, boy, you'll be sitting inside the money. You will die out of hunger. Joseph was remembered by divine activation. You are going to be remembered. I don't know where your matter matters, but you are going to be remembered in Jesus' name. The Lord will cause you to be remembered. Today, I'm preaching a very la message like that. Just catch it. La. La. Nice. Is it not powerful? Look at something in um, Genesis 30, 22. With your words, Genesis 32. And God remembered Rachel. And God hearkened to her. And opened her womb. God remembered Rachel. 23. And she conceived and bare a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. These two verses and they are loaded. Rachel is a covenant daughter. It's, it's, it's actually Jacob's wife is the most beautiful among the two wives or four wives. Because the guy married two and he was given two. I mean like buy two, get two. <laughs> he is the one who is most loved and yet he was the most needy amongst them. Her greatest desire for children was never met. In fact, it got to a point he was even making transactions to get the husband to come and sleep with her. Look, everything fails. So. This Rachel that Jacob loved, oh, so Jacob was able to serve for 14 years to just marry this one woman. And the Bible says that they were like few days unto him. Can you imagine? Subtract 14 from your age. And you see where you are. Because of the love, he didn't even see that 14 years of service to marry one woman was a big deal. Then after now, he just put her somewhere. Couldn't have children. Then the Bible says that. Verse 22. God remembered Rachel. Question I want to ask is, did God forget Rachel before? Your definition of forgetfulness is not the one God operates with you. God remembered Rachel. And when that remembrance happened, one, he hearkened unto her. She's been praying all this while. But the prayer had not seen activation. This time around, it's like she had attention because God remembered her. Then God opened her womb. I'm telling you, 
All this one that you are crying, you are fighting your husband, you don't have sex enough with me. Blah, blah. Look, it's God who has to remember you. People who get pregnant, it's not 10 sex that makes them get one pregnancy. Just one. Just one. <laughs> like that. Now, Papa, no, no, yen tem dia kwe juma no. Eno, eno na achi. She say, say, I told you don't do it. Who say why ah, Mama say I kwanyem. You two, you plan ovulation. I mean, my, you know, this zone, that zone, blah blah blah, over the bar, over the bar, over the bar. You need God to remember you. Hey, God remember rich. I'm praying that anything you are strategizing and it's not working, may God remember you today. You see, and when it comes to these things, don't be emotional. There's a sister here, she got married and I told her that before she got married, she did say, I told her that when you marry, do this like Go this way. I believe it's God. Is it because that kind of direction we don't give it to everybody? You are young, you are married. We say, don't worry yourself. All this sex for pleasure, for whatever. No, 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 no. Just go and do A, B, C, D and have your children. You say, ah, if Pastor has said I will do. That's how. That's how. It's just God. But many people, including my own siblings, will marry, but that kind of direction will never come. But God remembered that person. I want us to place value on God remembering you, especially in a highly depreciating currency. In an economy that is crying. Not only Ghana. Yesterday I was talking to somebody in America. He said, why? In Germany. He said, why are you people screaming in Ghana? It's everywhere. Then, oh, scampi did it. No matter what happens in this economy, God will sort you out in Jesus' name. You have to place value. I have never been shaken because I know that I've asked God that, Father, remember me. Remember me in this economy. Make me fruitful. When Rachel was remembered, she became fruitful. She was head. I say, you are going to prosper in this season. God will remember you and you will prosper more than any other time. Shout a better amen. I see things working for you from this moment. Shout a louder amen. As you live here, your helpers are going to meet you. The amen should be louder and full of faith. You are going to get contract. You are going to get client. You are going to get favors. You are going to get money. You are going to get help. Doors are opening for you. Shout a louder amen. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204 
916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.